This is a GRDC podcast. Monitoring for insects in early season canola, both prior to sowing and in the first four to five weeks of establishment, is an essential part of IPM. How confidently can you list the insect species and abundance in your canola right now? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Hilary Sims. And today we explore common insect trapping methods for broadacre cropping, using everyday items that you probably have in your shed right now. To talk us through it is agronomist Phil Bowden, who's based at Cootamundra in New South Wales. Phil is fresh off the back of a series of GRDC-funded workshops on this topic and has insect monitoring tips and tricks that all canola growers should hear. Monitoring in canola crops is becoming even more important now that we have a a range of pests that are actively attacking uh, young canola as it's emerging. Uh, We've seen a a major change over the last 10 to 15 years of the farming systems, uh, particularly uh, growers going to a no-till system, and that means that we've got a lot more Uh, stubble, um, organic matter that is habitat for a whole range of pests that uh, carries over from one season to the next. From a national perspective, as cropping systems move towards no-till and we have earlier sowing, what are the common insects that growers find in these canola crops? The big ones for growers are the, uh, um, the stubble, pests like earwigs, uh, millipedes. Uh, In some of the wet areas um, you might find uh, slugs. Uh, Then uh, the other one that can come off some of the other uh, local crops uh, is um, green peach aphid. And even with early sown canola uh, used for grazing, we're seeing a lot of uh, the um, cabbage aphids even. So uh, they're, they're usually a mid to late season pest, but with um, the change to earlier sowing, uh, those pests can come in much earlier than previously. And Phil, you recently held a series of workshops right through New South Wales on identifying and monitoring insects in early season canola. Do you want to give me a run through of what you covered off in those workshops and what the feedback from growers you received was? Yes, we had uh, a very um, uh, interesting uh, series of workshops um, starting up in the north near Moree and working our way down to Daniloquin. Uh, We looked at um, how uh, crops uh, in in different rotations uh, would uh, have a range of pests that we can predict pretty much from year to year and it, the workshops were about uh, forward thinking how we can monitor those uh, even uh, thinking about them from for the season before if we're going into canola uh, what are the likely pests that we're going to encounter for that crop and then uh, working out what uh, cultural methods we might be able to use uh, what the beneficial insects that might accompany those pests and uh, the, the, the best management controls that we can use uh, you know, to uh, avoid uh, economic damage in that crop. 
So let's now look into some of the monitoring methods that you would recommend to growers. And we'll start with visual checks. So what? give us a bit of an overview summary of visual checks and some tips and advice for growers. Uh, a visual check should be done prob- probably uh, weekly uh, after the, the crop has emerged so that we get a good idea of um, plant populations to start with, but also um, the pests that we might see. Uh, We're probably going to be seeing uh, symptoms of those uh, rather than the pests themselves. Many of those pests are nocturnal, um, so if um, growers uh, want to really check um, what's what's out in the crop? They need to get out with a with a torch at night, often, uh, and that's a critical period uh, when we'd pick up uh, a whole range of different pests uh, at that time. And how about some of the other trapping methods that growers might be interested in? Some of the other trapping methods and, and monitoring systems uh, include uh, the um, pitfall traps uh, and the t- uh, like a shelter trap, uh, which can um, be any number of different uh, methods. You know, using a um, a wet bag uh, or, a, or a tile uh, put out in um, uh, probably areas that had history of of um, damage uh, particularly from some of these stubble pests uh, they need to be put out maybe two to three weeks before sowing just so that we've got a good idea of what uh, pests are likely to occur in the crop uh, as it emerges uh, the other uh, methods you could use too are bait traps uh, so um, pre-germinating some seed, either wheat or, or canola, and then uh, burying it. Uh, even um, uh, like a, a cut potato can be used for that as well. Um, and, and there to attract uh, some of those uh, larval pests like the uh, false wireworm larvae would be attracted to those baits. And what depth do those bait traps need to be buried to? And how long should they be left in the soil? Uh, The bait traps probably need to be put in uh, two or three weeks prior to planting as well Uh, and they need to be buried probably into the moisture. Uh, That's where those larvae would be occurring. Uh, So it could be um, two or three centimetres below the surface. And for winged insects as well, there's the sticky traps? Yeah, look, sticky traps are very useful and again, they need to be put out... uh, maybe uh, two to three weeks prior to the crop. Uh, It just gives us a bit of a um, forewarning that those particularly aphids, uh, green peach aphid in particular, uh, can be a problem. And uh, some of the moths, uh, we might pick up uh, those um, cabbage centre grub moths or diamondback moth that can can occur uh, often coming off other brassica weeds around or or other brassica, early planted brassica uh, crops as well. Is there one method that you would recommend to growers or is it really dependent on the paddock they've got and their insect populations? Yeah, look, it it definitely depends on uh, different paddocks. Different soil types uh, can have um, uh, 
a different pest spectrum. Uh, so yeah, it's very much dependent on what uh, has happened in the past. Um, often, a lot of the pests and and the beneficials are residents in in those paddocks. Uh, things like the uh, carabid beetles and spiders uh, are there. Uh, they often have very long life cycles and, and are there as part of the ecosystem. Uh, the pests can often be intermittent. Uh, some of the... Um, they'll, they'll occur in some years and not others, uh, just depending on environmental conditions or soil moisture conditions. Uh, or if uh, there's been heavy stubble loads in, from previous years, uh, those things can all encourage different pests and you know the beneficials that go with them. In your opinion, is there a shift into the awareness of beneficials and the role that they play in managing pest insects? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and we've been running um, IPM workshops for the last fifteen years, so there's you know most growers and agronomists have had exposure. Uh, to some of those workshops. What there is lacking probably is that finer detail of uh, the life cycles that a lot of the beneficials have and the the stages that those beneficials are actually predatory or, or parasitic. Uh, there's still a bit of a way to go to find out some of the dynamics of how those beneficials interact with the pests as well. And help is available for growers looking to learn more. We've got a resource in front of us as we speak, the Insect Pests of Establishing Canola in New South Wales. Tell me a little bit about the guide and how it was developed and what information growers can find in it. That guide was developed by CESA using GRDC funds. So it details all the, um, the beneficials, um, natural enemies that, that are associated with the pests, all the cultural methods that can be used, and then the chemicals that are effective on them. So it's a really good uh, uh, reference material for farmers and advisors, and uh, it, it's available online as well as the hard copy. So what's your advice in terms of monitoring your crop for insects? The best advice is to... Um, forward thinking um, perhaps 12 months before the crop goes in thinking ahead about what are the likely pests that are going to occur and the best manage, the best methods of, of monitoring those that was Kudamundra based agronomist Phil Bowden and why not download and use the insect pests of establishing canola in New South Wales management guide it's free and can be found on the GRDC website. I'm Hilary Sims and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.